Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one spoiler-free Bachelor Recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo in the middle of a polar vortex. AB, I'm your host, Tim. I can't get a laugh for that. That, that, that ad lib. <laughs> I, well, you said that, and I started thinking about like day after tomorrow. Yeah, uh, but I couldn't think of the name of the movie until it took me a couple couple seconds. So, day after tomorrow, that movie stinks. I think it sucks. that movie's really <laughs> you bad. Want to talk about bus? <laughs> not even not a rim bus, just a bus no, of a, a movie. There's someone who's listening who hyped that movie up, and then we all were hyped in on it. And then this was back when like uh, special effects were. You know, it was like the Titanic, and then like Day After Tomorrow was like game changer. It looks like garbage now, absolute game changer. But and then we all saw, we're like, "That was a pretty good movie." But here's the reality: that movie stinks, <laughs> and it changed the behavior of no one. Okay, message the message <laughs> fell flat, and we're screwed. If that movie would have been better, we'd be in a better spot right now. It wouldn't be minus fifty tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, I don't I don't know where we ended. I'm Tim Kennedy. With me is Alex Bradford, AB Bachelor. People want to hear this banter. We're down to fifteen. What do you What do you got on this episode? Another solid episode, rim with a lot of stuff going on here. Yes, I'd call it some. Some are saying it's a watershed episode. No tongue in cheek uh, there. That's <laughs> uh, big stuff. Colton, uh, good bachelor. We got. He's got a lot of great women to choose from. Here's uh, my main frivolous takeaway. Who's this guy going to pick? Because I he's don't know, rim. <laughs> Everybody I see him with. I'm like, whoa, that's it. Listen. That's it. The girls out here, there's like four or five ones that I'm like, oh, there's no way he can let this girl go. There's no chance that he's going to let this girl go. There's four or five girls yeah, like that. There's four I or five. I don't know what the guy's going to do. There's four or five. It's it's, t- it's tough to imagine him sending any of them home, the four <laughs> or five. Let's start off in the house. Um, Chris strolls in, fresh off a quick nine and a massage. <laughs> and proceeds to call Hannah Kaylin. Okay. Not the impressive. Not what I'm talking about. Um, do you think it was on purpose, number one? Yes. Okay, obviously. Anyone with a Chris brain does everything understand. on purpose. Yeah, Chris has never screwed anything. <laughs> He's calculated. Up. Yes. Um, but what got me is when he was like, Hannah, how's it going? 
And then Hannah proceeds to air out her dirty laundry about this feud <laughs> with Kaylin in front of everyone in the morning. I was like, this yeah, is not Chris a confessional. Like, gotcha. <laughs> Work to perfection. I was just surprised that she was like, well, so-and-so in the house said this about me. And I was, I didn't really want to have to, it was like, you're, this is small talk. You're supposed to just be like, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Things are good. That's it. They're going to Singapore, AB. You ever been to Singapore? No, Rim. Got to get. We got to get there. Though. I think we got to get to Singapore. <laughs> Absolutely. Have you seen Crazy Rich Asians in the last week? Still haven't seen it. Nope. Okay. Well, you should get around to that beautiful setting for a movie. I got to tell you, and beautiful setting for an episode of The Bachelor. I was going to say a beautiful setting. It, it looks incredible there. One of the most gorgeous skylines in the world. Wow. Incredible. You know those like tree looking things that are like lit up at night down yeah. kind of where they had one of the dates? Those are, that's like a wildlife preserve, I think. It's, that's, there's a bunch, they're like, they're like aluminum towers or whatever, metal towers, but there's a bunch of plants and stuff growing on them. So there's a million like bugs and stuff. It's pretty neat, AB. Check it Incredible. out. Incredible. One on one date card goes to Tasha. Were you surprised by this? No. I've been saying Tasha's a, a front runner all along, Rim. Front runner? Front runner implies. I mean, first. it depends how long, how many people you got in your in your front line. I got a lot of people in mind. Oh, okay, so. so there's five people died. Yeah. Um, Colton video diary. We got another one of those. Just love a, it. Just a regular guy. Just Colton being really cute. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I will say, since we have a large contingent of the audience that wants us to roast Colton, I'll step up here. It appears. <laughs> We're on a webcam here. Step to the here. plate, room. I'll step to the plate. We're on a webcam, and he had his hands like this, you know? Yeah. I got fat fingers. Everybody knows that. Who knows me? And it appeared that he clipped his fingernails with toenail clippers, because they're straight across. Not something Not something <laughs> okay. true. That's just Did something to keep that. in mind. Some keep, run it back. Run back the tapes. They're too straight across. <laughs> okay. Just keep that in mind. Some of you want to keep in mind. Um, if anything, I think those should be a little longer, AB, and I think they should continue that in the future, like we've said. Every morning. No revelation, but you just get a feel for the person when -hmm. there's not the cameras around, when there's not the producers around. What do you got on this one-on-one date? These two, uh, Colton and Tasha, these two numbskulls walk right up to the beach. They stand on the (laughs) wet sand. (laughs) They stand on the wet sand. New shoes, both in flawless, crispy crispy white shoes, bright white, never touched any sort of dirt and they step where the water's gonna go I they're mean, shocked you ever been when the water the laps before, up on their either of you <laughs> it's like do you know how this all works the water you comes up a little ocean more works <laughs> there's gonna be water there soon uh they pretend to decide to go bungee jumping mm-hmm. is this something you would do absolutely not rim <laughs> i wouldn't even consider this. i'm not <laughs> i'm not bungee jumping in america let alone in... All right, well, in, let's not get xenophobic here, but I know what you're saying. Not xenophobic, the, I just mean, I, I don't know anything about this no, place. No, it's true. You don't I'm know not what trying the, to, the safety regulations are Like, if I'm Singapore. gonna fall on a bungee cord, I don't want to be overseas. I want to be no. with my family. <laughs> I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not even saying, like, a Singapore is more likely that a bungee accident is gonna happen. Number one, I don't trust bungee jumping, no matter where I am. Yeah, it's crazy. So if I'm gonna go out like that, I want to be at home. That's a completely reasonable point. Um, it, I was even more kind of the pit in my stomach was even more of a knot when they latched him onto the things. And I thought they were going to be in a full body suit with like, you know, like MTV challenge helmets and all sorts of stuff. But it was like, no, it was like a, it was a a carabiner, not carabiner around (laughs) their ankles. 
<laughs> stunned by that with like a no with something around their waist that appeared to be mostly symbolic and not really actually effective. <laughs> you know what we'll else kind of got me? It was right over. They had it over a pool. Do you think this is going to drop and I'm going to need this pool? Is that what, what's going on with the pool? It, that wouldn't <laughs> reassure me. That no. it's going to be safe. <laughs> it makes me think that these bust all the time and you need the pool to soften the the drop. And it looked like a pool that people, that you like hang out in too. It looked yeah, like it was it supposed to be deep. a regular pool and the, Colton's head like almost touched water. Just not, <laughs> just completely out on this. No thanks. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done no, it. No, no way. And neither of them wanted to do it either. I don't know how they got around to doing it. They were both terrified. Colton dropped, screamed hilariously as anyone would. <laughs> Tasha dropped. Should. Feet first. I thought she was gonna snap off at the knees. <laughs> she goes, she goes, and then whips. When you, that moment when her feet are below her, and then next thing you know, her head's on the bottom. Think about how fast you're falling, and then you like triple jump. it. It's like a golf club just whipping through the zone. You have to jump head first. Everyone knows that. Another reason I just wouldn't do it at all. Um, but AB, they overcame it. They did it together. They did it, and now they're closer. Listen, when you do something like this with someone, it's it's something that nobody can take away from you for the rest of your days. Like Colton's going to on his dying bed, he's going to remember him and Tasha jumping off this Singapore bungee jump. It's scary. Overcoming fears, whether it's bungee jumping or something else, they be and bonds people. And Absolutely. then they, they lay on the beautiful beach. Mm-hmm. Golden hour, Singapore. Pretty good date. Good date. Good date. Do you think this uh, moved her up or down anywhere at this point in your When you do the when you do something really scary, I think it always moves you up a little bit if you complete it. They both did it. They helped each other through it. She's moved up. How high do you think that was? There's some debate. It didn't seem that high compared to other Tough bungee guy. jumps. All right. that I've seen. <laughs> it made it seem like a skyscraper height. Uh no, I don't know. no, it didn't seem that high to me. Tasha, here's what happened, and there's the answers in the mailbag. Okay, Tasha goes. Colton's like, how high is it? Tasha goes a thousand feet, kind of like half joking, but they presented yeah. it as if it were a thousand feet. They were like, well, Tasha said it's a thousand feet. It must be a thousand feet. And yeah. I, being you know, I'm not a big numbers guy. I, I have no like, idea how, t- how, how high I'm a like, thousand feet is. I know how high a thousand feet is, but I was I. I said, like, whoa, that's really high. <laughs> no, I'm like, I know what a thousand feet means, but I couldn't point to you. Like, how high is the tallest building? How many feet? I have no clue. Stay tuned to the mailbag. Stay tuned okay. to the mailbag. Long story Good. short, it was not a thousand feet. And it was anyone not very who high? believed that it was a thousand feet, myself included, is a certified moron. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not even close. Okay. One on one date, nighttime. What do you got on this? It's a gorgeous setting. Big reveal. Tasia's been married before. We did not know this and was divorced to her first boyfriend of six years. Stunner. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, call, I wouldn't call it a stunner. I, I didn't, I didn't expect her to say that. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I mean, there's, the, there's been no indications of that and I haven't seen it anywhere on the internet. So I was very surprised by it. Yeah. What do you got? I mean, nothing. Colton handled it like a pro, like he does on every conversation, tough conversation he has. He relates to it. He relates to everything. Anything anyone brings up, he's got a relatable story to match it. Even if it's loose, it's still, it's still it's a, it, you're attempting yeah. to empathize with the person. I'll tell you one thing, Rem. Colton is a great listener, okay? 
listener. If you, if you want a good spouse that's going to listen to you and truly, he's, he's actually listening to listening. It. He's not, he isn't just there. You know, daydreaming while she's giving this long story about her marriage that he he probably doesn't care that much about that. No, Um, but he was he was engaged. He's engaged to these conversations. Great bachelor. It all goes back to Colton being a great bachelor. (laughs) And it's not just about especially in this situation. A lot of times contestants have to reveal something that they're nervous to reveal. Yeah. And because they feel like it might affect either their chances or if they actually care about the lead, the lead's perception of them. Sure. And Colton makes sure to comfort and reassure mm-hmm. the person no matter what the thing is. There's yet to be a, any reveal that is like that turns him off. And even if he does, he doesn't show it. I don't know if absolutely it's it's just very he puts he try he does his best. He doesn't always succeed 100 percent, but he does his best to put the person revealing this information in a comforting place. Got to give him credit where credit's due. I'm a credit where credit's due guy. You got to give the credit. And Rim, he was scorched by the sun at this point in the episode. I don't know if you noticed this, but he was sunburnt. The guy was burnt to a crisp. So he's there after a long day in the sun. I'm sure he's gassed by this point. So he he did this... You know, you know, jumping, bungee jumping, like oh. that's something you go home and you're, that's your day is over. Yep. You, yep. you go to bed. That's emotional. That's, uh, your, your adrenaline. Yeah. Once that comes down, you're, and, and he spent the time on the beach and he's sunburnt. I mean, incredible. Listen, nothing saps your energy like getting sunburnt on behalf <laughs> of white, all white people out there know it's terrible, but there's nothing, <laughs> nothing. One time I went to Wacky Waters in like fifth grade was out for a week because i didn't wear any sunscreen <laughs> incapacitated and i didn't see colton put any on so he's a trooper credit yeah, where credit's due on that ab <laughs> back at the house <laughs> group date card everyone but kaylin hannah g elise kerpa sydney heather onyeka tracy nicole demi courtney katie cassie hannah b a lot of big time power players on this well, one. Room. I mean, that's basically a Whoa. baseball lineup if you were to organize them that way. Got All a little star. sprightly <laughs> Hannah G leading off and uh, Sydney batting cleanup, I suppose. Hannah B says that Kalen getting the one on one date is the most hurtful result that could have happened. As if I she mean, was personally wronged by not getting a second one on one date. What do you got, AP? To be fair, uh, Hannah apologists here. Let me step to the, Still, step okay. to the microphone here. <laughs> apologists. So she told Colton this stuff about Kaylin. Since that time, Kaylin got the group date rose immediately after telling him and then got the one on one. So, it, I mean, things couldn't have gone worse. Yeah. So, I mean, she's right. It couldn't have gone worse. It's important to remember, too, that hannah is not watching the show along with us and reacting in real time on the show so she hasn't seen what kaylin has said yeah to the cameras or to colton or anything it does they are positioning hannah as like the unreasonable one of the two obviously i'm not 100 percent bought into that narrative yet rim i'm sorry you know i almost admire it i admire your loyalty (laughs) i'm not pro i'm not team hannah or team kaylin i think they both might be all right people okay they might be they both might be all right for colton 
I'm I'm team both of them. I'm not against either of them. I think it's all a narrative against Hannah. Okay. Just FYI, that's not how you okay. get that's not how you get get the buzz in the podcast game. Is <laughs> reasonable? Taking no they, stance yeah, on things. Yeah, is that fine. a is that a hot take? <laughs> no, no. I, I suppose just the fact anything anything not Team Kalen is like a scorcher in yeah. this environment right now. <laughs> okay, where are we at here? Back on the date, Tasha gets the rose. I don't think this was a good date. Um, like you said, I think their conversation about her. Uh, previous marriage solid they didn't connect like maybe i expect it was just a good okay. solid date solid content solid connection but i have potential hometowns contender absolutely but i don't she's not a front runner in the in the classical definition of the term okay i don't think she's gonna do anything to bother colton like if you want to run down the list of remaining contestants i think there's like seven people who bother colton on occasion i don't think tasha's one of them I think she'll be here for a while. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I, uh, hometown contender. What do you, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty high good. praise. Okay. So we agree. Bomb ass Ferris wheel. I got to tell you. This is fire Ferris wheel. <laughs> I thought, I thought from the, like the sky thing, I was like, I wouldn't go on that Ferris wheel. I said that <laughs> because I thought it was one where you're like on the, you know, you're like teetering. A, yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This no. thing was solid. This was, this was a, this was a big time attraction. The size of a kitchen in there. It was huge. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get to Singapore. Group date. Daytime. Um, can you explain how Demi managed to get a piggyback ride from Colton? Okay, a couple things here, Rim. First of all, they're all running to Colton, like walking through the, the marketplace to get to Colton. Demi, for some reason, gets 30 yards in front of the rest of the group. And, and At least. Is sprinting towards Colton. She gets to him so early, they could have had a long conversation before the other girls mosey on down to him. She, I don't she understand how that off. happened. She had to be tipped off by his location. Yeah, she, was, she was definitely told where the location was. Yeah. And she wasn't running faster than them. They were running no. at the same speed. She was just Demi 30 was just yards ahead of her. Everyone, <laughs> uh, but if you're on a group, I think the number one rule of a group day, unwritten, is you don't you don't let the lead get on the you don't let any your fellow contestant get on the lead. No piggybacks on group dates is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> don't let it happen. If you're on the group date and someone else is getting a piggyback ride from the lead. Pricker in the leg. You got to do something. You can't <laughs> you gotta, allow this. You got to play. Colton's a big guy. You got to playfully jump on for a double piggyback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something. then he'll be you like, can't all right, let no more of that. Figure you out a way let it to stop yeah. this. Crazy. That is just getting alpha to the max. Everyone on this day got Absolutely. alpha. Period. <laughs> leech lady. Would you do the leeches? Sure. Okay. Hmm. Throw some leeches on. You've always Absolutely. been a skin guy. Yeah, I think it would probably help. There's no I chance think. I don't know. No, no <laughs> I don't know. No, no chance of that. More like you contract a disease, but it's you know it's fun, fun gimmick. I'd do it. Here's now. Here's what gave me pause, though, Rim. Sydney said it feels like you're getting stung by a jellyfish. Now I've been stung by a jellyfish, and it really, really hurts. You go to the hospital. Bad. It hurts really bad. <laughs> you go to the hospital, I was, and I, maybe die. <laughs> I think I was six when I got stung by a jellyfish. Uh, down in Florida. I don't. I didn't it, know it that. Put me, put me out of commission for the day. The beach day ruined by <laughs> getting stung by a jellyfish. So that. that actually makes me not want to do this. That's crazy. That's crazy. There's some movie I can't think of it right now, but I saw it recently. A lot of jellyfishes involved. Um, jelly. A lot of jellyfish in one place. One of the scarier things 
I'm Absolutely. not an ocean guy, period. Now, the fact that all of them were just taking this makes me know that Sydney has no idea what getting stung by a jellyfish feels like. Of course like. not. First, I have, <laughs> that is one of the dumbest comparisons I've ever heard. Who is unsure of what a leech bite might feel like, but has been stung by a jellyfish, and that's a good point of reference? Who's like, oh, it's like getting stung by, oh, I'm not doing it then. Of course, there's no way I would <laughs> want to repeat that not. experience. <laughs> Back at the house. I don't have anything here. Two pe- these two people, Kaylin and Tasha, they clearly don't talk very much. No, they're just sitting back, <laughs> just talking about how couldn't be me on that group date. Could not be me. No, thank you. That's not for me. Even though next week you're both going to be on a group date. Of course. And they've been on group dates. And yeah. they should know by now that Colton, the goat bachelor, some are saying, um, gives, every- <laughs> gives everyone equal time. He's equitable with his time on group dates. Absolutely. So everyone except Courtney feels like they got their time in, and that's her fault. Except Courtney. Anyway, back on the date. I don't know how we got all that out of the back of the house. Back on the date. Cassie and Colton get their palms red or something, A.B. Guy says fortune teller. Fortune teller. Okay, so bullshitter. At least with the palm, there's some physical thing there that sure. I, you can make up. And fortune teller is <laughs> just saying things. So just so we're clear, Rim believes in palm readers, but does not <laughs> does not if believe I draw in the line, draws the line at palm readers, where they're reading the freaking little creases in your hands. The the truth is, I don't buy any of it. Anything. Okay. I basically don't buy anything. But I, I am more apt to he believe. Doesn't, a, doesn't, a doesn't buy reader. the leeches. Doesn't buy the palm. Reader, no, doesn't buy all, the, listen okay if 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 you know me you know that i think it's all it's basically all a racket anything can be explained <laughs> that it's, it's just a racket that is a racket okay okay fortune telling is a racket on another level a di- differentiated from palm reading palm okay. reading there's something okay. there okay. <laughs> okay. so i just wanted to clear the clear the air about that there's a lot of whispers <laughs> going around about rim's beliefs anyway uh, would that affect you at all if you were the bachelor and the past life siblings? Say, I don't know about this one. I can't marry my sister. It'd give me a little pause, Rim. Okay, I don't. Bu- <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily believe in any of this stuff, but it, it, it's gross. Me, it's always yeah. gonna be on your mind forever. Yeah, and they kind of look alike too. Like I mean, they could have siblings. Hair. Yeah. They could be siblings easily. Hannah uh, losing it about the lack of attention she's getting, which I don't think is justified. Colton. Nope. Uh, like I said, fair, equitable. They eat some foods. Uh, which are you interested in? Bullfrog. Sure. All of them, Rim. I'm going to eat every every plate. I'm going to try. Okay? Even the eyeball? Eyeball, absolutely not. No. <laughs> no, sir. Not the eyeball. No. I will not do that. When you bite into an eyeball, I imagine it's one of the grossest feelings in the world. I like some consistency with my food. A lot of moving parts in an eyeball. I don't want to have to... Go through the yeah. layers. Yeah. I don't want it. They're just not did my you, thing. Did you see any of the backlash online about doing this portion of the, Basically, we bring uh, yeah. these white girls to these other countries and make them shit on other people's food and heritage. I mean, I can that? see that. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. But, I mean, for all we know, the Asian, the you know, the Japanese version of The Bachelor comes to Los Angeles and is like, let's try a big ass turkey leg and puke it out. Like, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Sure. I don't sure. know. But I've, I'm not surprised by that. Eyes are weird things to eat. Okay. No matter where you are, I think yeah, it's I weird to eat where eyes. you're at. An <laughs> eyeball eyes. Is, yeah. is probably not the texture you're looking for. Being grossed out by a pig foot or a pig? 
that's unreasonable. Like, if, it's one thing because it's like in the, sh- it's still like in as it was is, on yeah. the animal. Mm-hmm. But a Bigfoot, I mean, that's like a couple inches away from that delicious ham and bacon you like to eat. So, my take on food. <laughs> Group date, nighttime. Hannah steals him before they can make a toast. Bold move. You ever heard about bad juju? I mean, you're worried about luck, Hannah. <laughs> what do you got on her one-on-one time with Colton? She's back. Hannah's back. What? Really? Okay. Okay. You don't believe so? No, because I'm reasonable. You're blind. You've got Hannah the goggles chem- on. <laughs> the chemistry's there, Rim. <laughs> no, Colton not. even says something like, I got my Hannah back. My Hannah. That makes me think he's got some real feelings there, Rim, and he's glad to have her back. And I'm glad to have her back, too. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sometimes you leave me just okay. speechless. <laughs> I think Hannah thinks she's back, for sure. Hannah definitely thinks she's back. She's yeah. over the moon when Colton's like, I... Colton implies that the feud bothered him because he liked her so much and he didn't kind of didn't want it to be true. He didn't want it to... Yeah. Didn't want it to affect his time with her. Um, when he says, like, you know, I'm glad that that's behind us or whatever... She is over the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, to me, the more on screen she is at this point, this is going to hurt you, The more <laughs> I think it seems like she's treating this like a pageant, which isn't outrageous because it is a pageant. This is the modern day yeah. televised pageant. Sure. But others aren't, and he's connecting with the others more, I believe. Okay. Like when he said, I like you, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm back in like the mix. You know what I mean? <laughs> back in the back like, in where, business here. Whereas she was like, I got the last rose. That means I'm last. Like I got it. You know, it just didn't. I don't know. It left a bad taste in my mouth. Maybe I'm. I just think that Hannah's under a microscope here. They She's got a bad edit. You want to hear about yes, bad yes, edits? Yes, yes, We're yes, talking yes. about Hannah, folks. Okay. Come on. I, I semi agree with you, but she is also amplifying her own bad edit by Agreed. By talking about this feud and worrying about her standing and all this stuff. Just come in with confidence. Own the room. Like Cassie. Cassie one-on-one time. A.B., here's somebody that Colton loves to spend time with. What do you got on this duo? Who, the, the Lannister's rim? Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <This> old Cersei. <laughs> Is that who you're talking about here? I'll refer to them as such the rest yeah, of the season. Yeah, two beautiful people who may or may not be related. Who don't so life, care. Who don't, who care. Just, who don't who care. just don't care. Yeah. If you want to com- compare Colton to Jamie, that's street cred big time. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, they can't. The kids can't keep their hands off each other, Rim. All over each other, AB. I don't think they've talked about much yet, which is alarming. But, I mean, if you don't see that Cassie's here for the long haul, something's wrong with you. If these two met at a party... A late college, post college party, which is the age they are, it would be over. These two would be all over each other, mm-hmm. off in the corner. Boys would be mad at Colton for not getting on the tape. It'd just be, it'd be, it'd be <laughs> hookup central. These two, there's something there. It can't be denied. They are not talking as much as others. But sometimes but it's because so, they're mismooching <laughs> so much. It's yeah. not because of, <laughs> they're not wasting their time. No, I'll tell you that. They're not twiddling their thumbs, folks. No. Demi one-on-one time. I have a note here about Courtney, but we're skipping it. Demi one-on-one time. What do you got on this, A.B.? She reveals the story of her mother to mm-hmm. Colton, who was just released from federal prison. Any, re- any reaction to this interaction? 
I don't know where this story gets you. I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I got, I got nothing here. I don't know how, if this helps or hurts her or what, what the deal is. It is kind of strange because she was just released. So you would think that that would be a happy thing. Yeah. But I don't think Demi wanted it to portray it as such. I think mm-hmm. it was a hardship story. And obviously it is a hardship to have Absolutely. your mother in prison for a long time. That would suck. But like, I don't know. Your mom got out of prison. Like, that's exciting. That's good. Right. She's back in your life. Anyway. I don't, I don't it, know. It's just kind of strange. You don't know what to, it's weird when Demi has a genuine moment. You, you're kind of just taken aback. You don't know yeah. how to think of it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Colton says, hey, not judging you for that. I had a mom in prison too. Is ba- yeah, so <laughs> he was stop one line short of saying I had a mom in prison that's too. Good he has that relating after you. <laughs> listen, listen, my aunt was also in the same scheme as your mom. So I know what it's like. <laughs> Just poking fun. He didn't say that if no, you didn't watch the show. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. You know, he would say, hey, support your family no matter what. Absolutely. Good little message. I'm starting to wonder. I was wondering at this point if Colton's been briefed on these backstories. He handles <laughs> so them all. He knows how to I handle mean, them. These are wild stories. Everything in this episode came yeah. out of nowhere for him, and he handled them like a champ. Uh, this, the cynic in me. Wants to know if he was tipped off. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. I, I actually don't want to know. So if you know, don't tell me. Uh, let's talk about Courtney. I suppose that's okay. the rest of this. That's the rest of this uh, group date. What's your overall takeaway about Courtney? I liked Courtney. It was just ri- I liked her previous to this episode. I think I've said that a couple times. It's just hard to get behind her this episode. Courtney starts it out by saying how important it is that she talks to to Colton. I've never seen her talk to her to him more than like a couple couple quick deals yep. at rose ceremonies. Okay, so it is. I agree. It's very important for you to talk to her. You're on the chopping block right now. But as the night goes, she's just getting more and more frustrated as people are talking to. Like I don't know. I don't understand. I just don't understand what she thought was going to happen. Did you think there's 13 other girls here? Did you think he was going to call you out? Like every single other girl is going to find him. Her solution was to, and I'm quoting, wait patiently and hopefully get time to talk to Colton. What are you talking about? That's the opposite of how you get time. That's not That's how you get time. the opposite of how you succeed on this show. And I, I don't even think... It was a foregone conclusion that she was going to go. Like, no, there's she a lot of people this. who could have gone this There's episode. a lot of people here that don't, that we've seen no connection from. Yep. You know, you got uh, Kerpa, Kerpa, Tracy, and, uh, Onyeka. Yep. They all exactly. could have gone. All those girls are on the chopping block. What right about now. when all of them were sitting around, like, hey, who hasn't talked to him? Like, being polite, basically, and saying, yeah. figure out who hasn't talked to him. And uh, Courtney said, I haven't. And everyone was like, all right, well, fucking go. All right, talk we've to been him. here for three hours. And then she rolls her eyes and goes, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> could you have a word? You could not have a worse attitude. She just had I had a zero horrible sympathy. Demi said it best. Her approach seems really lazy. Yeah. Demi was and right. I, I think Demi was right Demi, in this conflict. Absolutely. And we're big time Demi fans, so take it with a grain of salt, but I was obviously on Demi's side here. This is what Demi said. She's like, girl, I told you to talk to him for a half hour. And Courtney goes, trust me, I tried. How, Sway, How? did you try? <laughs> what do you mean you tried? 
You're here talking to Demi instead of talking to him. No attempt was made on your end. And Courtney was extremely smug for their whole conversation. Agreed. I got a, you know who I got a feel of here? It was a Taylor vibe. An emotional intelligence type of vibe here where she's just talking down to you. She's not yelling at you, but she's talking down to you like she's your mom. There was a little, a tinge of classism involved also. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. There are no winners here. But if there was a winner, I'd pick Demi, okay? Courtney stinks. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) One other delusional thing from Courtney, other than thinking that Colton was going to come up to her, she said she genuinely thought she was going to get a one-on-one date. There are 13 girls or 11 girls that have not had one-on-one dates yet. Even if like you were a front-runner, thinking you're for sure going to get one, it seems insane insane to me let alone a bottom of the barrel person right now uh, an obvious bottom of the barrel yeah I mean, if you don't know you're right you have line. you have a ha- it's basically half and half you got half the girls who have no chance of getting a one-on-one right now especially this episode and then you have another half who i could see getting a second one-on-one before that bottom half period Period. That's the split. That's the split. And she's at the bottom half right now. I don't know what to tell you. I I, I was on uh, when she said that that she went, thought she was getting a one on one date. I spent a lot of time looking for the right laughing gif, <laughs> and then, then the moment passed, and I didn't tweet couldn't find out. it. I couldn't find it. Something. I was trying to find something that was just so people were the person was uncontrollably laughing, just wiping tears. I was like, I burst out laughing in real life when she goes, "I thought for sure I was getting a one on one date." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Anyway, Colton gives Demi the group day rose, which I thought was a terrific choice by the producers, gives her security at the cocktail hour. It was just, it was very smart. And note the reaction of the other women. Only Courtney was upset. Mm -hmm. So you can hate Demi all you want, but the reality is she's well liked in the house. She just picks her enemies and destroys them. I agree. Demi's Demi's always sitting there talking shit. To one of the front runners that uh, seemingly enjoys her. Because <laughs> she's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One-on-one date. Daytime. This is with uh, Kaylin. We kind of glossed over it, but it's with Kaylin. They're going shopping, AB. Escorting a vintage rolls. Incredible. Hannah says- Butler service. Butler service. Q Butler. Mm-hmm. Anyone can admit that. Hannah says she didn't clap when Kaylin got first runner up. But that she might clap when she goes on. Did you catch that? Yeah. Jealousy. That is jealousy. And it's not, (laughs) you know, Hannah, this is the thing with Hannah. She tells Colton she has noble character and she tells everybody in the screen that she's not a, doesn't have a bad bone in her body. But then she also says, I hate Kaylin more than anyone alive. And then she says these jealousy, petty things to the camera. And it's like, you are who you say you're not. It's obvious. And she does it with a pretty smile. So it kind of, you can see she's gotten away with it her whole life. She's just joking around with him. Okay. <laughs> Here's, you want to know something, what I thought? Because I've apparently, for reasons I'll reveal later, I watch a lot of pageant videos. Absolutely. When the when you get first runner up, that you only find out because they announce the winner while yeah, you're holding you don't, you don't So there's no announced. clapping for the second place person. You know what I mean? It's there yeah, wasn't even you. an opportunity to clap. So that's it, how you know she's just joking, Rim. No, that's how you know she goes so far to make sure you know that she hates <laughs> Kaylin. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Where are we at? Back at the house. They're about to ride, ride out in the rolls. That's They're what's about happening. to dip in the, <laughs> the vintage rolls in Singapore. Straight out of the movies. Wow. Crazy Rich Asians. I don't know if you've seen it, AB. All right. Hannah tells Hannah G., Knowing Kaylin, she's going to really enjoy that. And it was the meanest. That was so mean. Thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that was so mean. Basically, they basically broke character. They're like, oh, that was so mean. Like Hannah G is like, whoa. <laughs> Both the Hannahs realized after she said it, like, whoa. Yeah. That was too much. <laughs> she, after saying it, she thought, like, whoa, I just crossed a line there. I'm not, she uh, goes, I'm not trying to be mean. And she's looking at the meanest like, thing you could have said. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. It's good to see Hannah talking to someone other than Heather this yeah, episode. Yeah. Getting getting a little good advice from someone else. Heather would have just, they would have cackled together. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah G's like, uh, no, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's cool out. Yep. Uh, Heather, we saw on the promo for the next episode, Heather's getting a one-on-one date. Is she, she, she a contender? going anywhere. <laughs> is she a contender? So, we'll see. My rankings <laughs> shifted dramatically, but what I'm saying is Heather, I mean, the bad influence is sticking around for Hannah for the long haul. Sure. I mean, we'll touch We'll touch on that later. Okay. Stay, stay tuned. tuned. Stay tuned. Back on the date. I love shopping dates. Not just because I like looking at dresses, but because <laughs> it it is the ultimate turn up the heat in the house Short of actually turning up the heat in the house, this is how you turn up the heat in the house. Absolutely, if you're a producer, period. Absolutely, crank it up. And you know when you're when you get a one on one date and the 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 lead says, "Let's go shopping." Cha-ching, baby. Cha-ching. It's a life-changing <laughs> event. Life-changing shopping trip. You basically just go on. What was that show when uh when we were kids? Where kids would go, um. Get all the stuff and they'd the, get a shopping spree. Toy, yeah, they'd get, get a shopping spree and they'd be running around like grabbing yeah, tags of video toy, games and throwing other toys. It was a toy shopping spree you got. That's what yeah. this is. Supermarket sweep, but with toys. I think. Yeah, there was something like that. Yeah, God, I wish I knew what that was. I <laughs> very, very watched an episode of that. that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
Kaylin's having a great time trying out a bunch of expenses, dresses, Whoa. and outfits. They're smooching and what have you. But this date is not for Colton and Kaylin. Nope. It's for the women back at the house, specifically mm-hmm. Hannah B. Um, I just, I just love the. That's all I have. I love the shopping date. Absolutely. And it. here's how you know it's for the other girls, Rem. When do you ever see never the, the girl? <laughs> when do you see the person on the one-on-one date go back into the house with the other girls before the nighttime date? That doesn't usually only that doesn't shopping happen. Dates. It's only, only shopping, shopping dates. dates where they walk back in with their freaking arms full of bags to show off before the nighttime. If you are a middling or trailing contestant at this point, like a third of the way, almost halfway through the the season. You have to know you're finished when Kalen walks in <laughs> with those bags. You have to. It's over for you, Tracy. Okay. On Yeka, Nicole, you're done. The bags signify the end of your time here, more or less. You cannot finish at there's you will not finish ahead of Kalen. Maybe someone else will, but not you. <laughs> Definitely not you. We're talking over twenty bags in our hands here, Rim. Over 20 bags. I don't know anything about how much expensive stuff. clothes cost, but I put that at, I don't know, 65 G's. <laughs> I could be way low. I could be way low. 65. Because the, the people on the show, I forgot their names. The designers are getting their, the free advertising. They're just giving Absolutely. them the dresses. I mean, each each item's $1,000, correct? Minimum. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we're first, talking first off, more some of the jackets that, that Kaylin had on, the one where she had the, what, the sleeves were like this like crazy pink like print. It yeah. was fire. It, the stuff was good. Cassie, who's maybe the number one contender, should feel more confident than anyone, is bawling her eyes out. Mental breakdown. Turn the heat up. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> Anything else on this before we go to the nighttime date? I loved it. I loved it too. One-on-one date with Kaylin. Nighttime. Okay, B. It got pretty heavy. It did. Now, doubtful that anyone wants to hear two guys drone on about this, so we'll keep it short. Absolutely not. But, but this is partially what makes, I think, The Bachelor a great reality show you talk about stuff it's it's got hilarious moments it's got jaw-dropping unprecedented drama and mm-hmm. occasionally when delivered thoughtfully some actual impactful moments rarely like this one like, like this, this was one. this was thoughtful this was i was a little taken aback by how they presented it it was absolutely effective if you did not watch fair warning Kaylin talks about a sensitive and traumatic event from her past. Um, AB, I can probably speak with for you on this. Our attitude is generally don't be an asshole in life. So just yeah. take that. Just in general, if you're thinking about doing something, think, with if am I an asshole if I do this? And if the answer is yes, just pull back a little bit and don't do it. That's my opinion. That's fair. Kaylin goes into detail about an experience she had while in college. This AB struck me as an extraordinarily real conversation, more so than any other revelation we've seen like this. Um, I don't think it was played up for sympathy or a storyline. I don't either. It was just an actual... Kaylin actually has that conversation with men she enters in a relationship with, and that's how she really talks about it. Absolutely. That's what I felt like. Every other conversation... That's serious on the show seems more performative, 
Um, I have to tell you this now because I want to get to this point in this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was not that. I this felt absolutely not um, like a real life. They would have had this conversation without the cameras there if they stayed together. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to Kaylin for talking about it like this happened to me. It affects my life now. Doesn't diminish who I am as a person, etc. Fabulous. And I thought Colton did well to re to reassure her that, you know, he doesn't have to she's safe with him. He doesn't have to, she doesn't have to worry about handles it well. He handled it well. She knocked it out of the park, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I guess the last thing I'll say is shout out to ABC, not only for airing it. And it's it, what seemed like its entirety. The entire yeah, conversation. It was not chopped up. That was not chopped up. Yeah. But also, I don't know if you, you stay off social media during while it's on because you're usually behind, but they there's like a social media blitz for this. I forgot the name of this service or company or whatever, but like everyone on the show, ABC, the Bachelor accounts were tweeting and Instagramming out, you know, if you've had an experience like this, I want to talk to someone, oh, call this cool. number type of thing. Like there's no doubt that people were actually impacted in a helpful way. Yeah. Watching The Bachelor, which is crazy, but it's that cool. happened last night. So. Anyway, anything else you got on that? No, I thought it was. I, she, she was incredible. She was. It was brave of her to, you know, talk about your worst moment in your life in front of millions and millions in of people. in front of millions of people. And it's gonna do. I think, it, like you said, it's gonna it's gonna be a positive. Turn it into a positive. Main takeaway: It's really common. Things like that are more common than yeah. And it can happen to anybody, beauty queen or otherwise, Mm -hmm. and you don't know who's got what's going on in the background of their life, so don't be an asshole, number one. Um, As far as what we can expect from them, remainder of the show, listen, there's a real closeness, a actual undeniable closeness that that has happened with them that will always be there, no matter who he chooses. Absolutely. So if we bring it back to the structure of the silly show, I think we're looking at a guaranteed hometown. Guaranteed. And legitimate front runner for next bachelorette, in my opinion. I I agree. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Um, side note, Colton mentioned again, he kind of tried to I liked how Colton like let her say it her way, wasn't trying to probe or whatever. He mentioned he referred to his relationship as we all know with Allie Reisman. I didn't even piece that together. Yeah, that was it was obvious. It was her because of the yeah, whole thing. Now that you that. say that, yep. So I think the days of mocking him for that relationship are over because that was before the whole that she revealed that to the world in that publicized mm-hmm. case. So there, uh, there were legitimate. He said he said they're in love. So uh, enough with the Colton. You know, we are Colton defenders, but enough with that. Yeah, they were really together. It wasn't for publicity, and it wasn't for the cameras. Agreed. It wasn't some string he was pulling to become the bachelor. Okay, in a grand plan. Cocktail hour, lighten it up, AB. And who better to do that than Demi? She reminds everyone to get their time because some people are going home. At this point, Demi is doing Courtney a, a, a thoughtful service by saying, <laughs> "No, Courtney, Courtney, I mean, even look at the Demi apologist doesn't think that she's trying to help Courtney out. She says that as she's holding her rose. Oh yeah, basically yeah, yeah. smirking at Courtney. <laughs> Some of you other bitches better <laughs> better get, your, get time. your time. I'm just saying, you're going. You listen." The fact of the, the real reality is, Courtney, you're going home unless you get some time. 
And Courtney rolled her eyes, ungrateful yeah. for the service that Demi provides. <laughs> uh, Hannah G and Colton. I'm going to put in some like uh, Kenny G. Like, this was seven minutes in heaven, AB. That's what this was. Sure. You thought Cassie and Colton were hot on him? Now, where do you put Hannah G? <laughs> seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> what do you got on this? Uh, Just another session. person I can't imagine him ever getting rid of. You have at least three or four that I can't, I just can't picture it. Who is he going to pick? There are several locks. Stone cold, lead Stone pipe. cold locks. Locks. Hannah G's one of them. I, I will say that I felt like Hannah G was kind of panicking before they started making out. Did you get that feeling? She didn't get a one-on-one. She was one nervous. Under? Okay. She was nervous. Yeah. No other, you got no other jokes on the make out. I got a lot. I'm no, skipping No, you're the here. kiss guy. I mean, well, I'm I was not the kiss guy. To, That's not my to brand. To dig in deep to the kissing and the. I just I made some prom night jokes. They're rolling. They had to make the bed when they were done. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> they got Sneaking some the around. The producers needed a scene like that to put in the promos. Like, whoa, yeah. is something happening in Singapore? <laughs> is something happening. Si- and by the way, in the promo, when they were like, "Well, Colton loses Virginia in Singapore," I'm like, "Oh, so that's like the final three. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kaylin and Hannah, AB, what do you got on this? Squashing the beef. Just squashing it, Rim. A good move by both of them. I think they both realize, like, this can only hurt both of us if we carry this on. It's not going to help either of us here. Let's just squash it and may the best lady win. I think... Who's going to be Kaylin? (laughs) I think Kaylin is over it for real. I do, too. I mean... To be fair to Kaylin, she didn't bring any of this up ever. It's always been Hannah. Uh, It's hard to say that as a Hannah apologist. It's always been Hannah, though. Kaylin didn't bring any. She didn't start any of this. So I think she just wants it to be over and doesn't want this to trip her up on her obvious ride to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted... Last week and the week before, I wanted to, I wanted the two-on-one. I wanted the fireworks like everyone else did. At this point, I'm probably glad it's over, and I'm glad they're friends. Yeah. It's a hopeful ending. But I will say that I do wish we had some details on, on what happened. What I is the tip more details. you're talking about? Yeah. Now, a lot of people have sent us a, an article that was in Vulture or something that has the details, but I didn't read it because I wanted the details to play out on screen, and partially because I'm going to probably be disappointed by what it is. Okay. So maybe I'll read it. Maybe I won't. I'll read it. Okay. I'll send it to you. <laughs> it's uh, it's done. The The feud is done. It's over. It was a good storyline. It kept me engaged. Who's going to be the two-on-one? That's my only question at you this know, point. Maybe we'll wait until the mailbag to find out if anyone asks that question. Okay. That was a little rude, but... <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about Courtney and Demi to top this off before the rose ceremony? Courtney, for some reason, says she's feeling a lot. She's feeling very optimistic. I don't know why. I didn't catch that. I would have burst out laughing at that, too. <laughs> it's just another hilarious comment by Courtney. You didn't talk to him on the on the group date at all, which means, I mean, you got to think 50-50 shot. You're going home. Maybe more. 75-25 that you're going home. What are you feeling optimistic about? I love delusional people. Love it <laughs> on, on reality TV. Truly love That's it. That's crazy. That's crazy to think that. Um, I think Demi realized that now that the big beef was over with Heather and uh, or Hannah and uh, Kaylin, she said, "I gotta go. We gotta have something to talk about tonight." We gotta so ratchet she went this, up a bit. this started up. <laughs> Demi says Courtney attacked her. 
that's a word that gets thrown around yeah. a little too loosely these days. No, no one got attacked here. No, no. When I, in my day, when we were growing up, attacked meant, you know, physical altercation physical. by surprise. Threatened. Yes. Anytime you're attacked, you should feel threatened. Yes. Right? Now, she said mean things to me. Kind of None. mean, but like, we're kind of smug, you know, backhanded compliment mean. <laughs> like, Courtney is very good at never, she doesn't, she doesn't rise up to where an argument usually goes, but she's hitting you with little cheap shots behind the scenes and every word that she says, little veiled uh, compliments that aren't compliments. I just think Courtney's delivery stinks. Demi is confident and sharp and quick, and Courtney seems like she walks into a room with the six things she's going to say, and she says them in response to Demi regardless, and if they hit, they hit. If they don't, they don't, and then she just like, I don't know. She walks When you talk down to somebody, you just always come off bad. Yeah. So even though Demi is mean and said rude things, she didn't come off as bad, in my opinion, because it didn't look as like desperate, I guess. I don't know. And, uh, here's the thing. She, it, this could be a bad edit all along. Maybe she did try to talk to Colton a bunch of times and it just didn't work out or something. Yeah. But the way she got edited, what we're, we have to go off of. Zero We attempts. see this person that just sat on her ass the entire episode, didn't ever get up to talk to Colton, and then it threw a hissy, hissy fit at everybody. Period. Good summary. And that's all we have to go off. That's all we have to go off. That's all we have to go off. Uh, let's go to the rose ceremony. Then we're going to go to the mailbag, and then we're going to go to the fantasy rankings, and then we're going to get to our top four. Rose ceremony. Date roses are Tasha, Kaylin, Demi. Roses in kind of order. I might have missed some, so tell me if I did. Hannah G, Heather, Kerpa, Hannah B, Cassie, Katie, Elise, Sydney, Nicole, Onyeka. I was shocked that Courtney did not get the final rose. For a two-on-one? Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, you're right. Shocked by that. She just didn't... She, How could he possibly give her a rose? They didn't talk about... They, no. they talked one time, and it was her ratting on Demi, who already had a rose. That's another thing you don't want to do. Just a little tip, if anyone ever goes on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, don't pick a fight with someone that already has a rose. Like, don't rat out... Demi, who already has the rose. I Many would argue that Demi started this, but uh, it could also be said, don't get into it with someone who has a rose. Yeah. Because you're going home. I just was surprised by that. I think they, it almost makes me think they're not going to have a two-on-one. We'll see. Maybe we'll wait till the mailbag to discuss it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the mailbag. Thank you to everyone. That, a lot of people wrote in, a lot of good questions, had a tough time picking the best um, sevens and by best, I sometimes mean if you're a new writer, you're more likely to get. <laughs> you're more likely. It's not always the the. T- I don't rank them. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Dan from Philly, regarding the bungee jump. Just need to point out the absurd claim from Tasha on tonight's episode <laughs> that the bungee jump was one thousand feet high. My research has revealed right. that not only the ta- not only that the tallest building in Singapore is nine hundred and fifty one feet, <laughs> but that the bungee jump is only forty seven meters or one hundred and fifty four feet. Ab, wow, that's okay. a joke of a height. Okay, that's nothing. Fifteen basketball hoops, please. <laughs> jump right off that. Thank you, Dan. Uh, hey, Remini B. Taylor from KC here, Kansas City. Go Chiefs. Barbecue. 
<laughs> yep. Do yep. you think Chris Harrison purposefully called Hannah B. Kalen's name at the beginning of the episode just to stir the pot? After tonight's episode, I think AB needs to finally admit that he was wrong and Hannah B. is out and Kalen is in. Spoiler alert, Taylor, he didn't. You think he did it on purpose? That he didn't, meaning you didn't re- recant, renounce. There's Hannah two B. two trains of thought here, Rim. Either he, you know, was completely out of it, mailing it in like he's been doing for seasons, <laughs> and he just messed up the names because he had both names on it. Just thinking about the drama and had both names on his mind. He was probably he might have been told backstage like go make sure you talk to Kalen or Hannah, and he mixed it up that way. I could see that. Or he meant to do it uh, to get a rise. It could be either one. And it's it's impossible to t- tell with Chris Harrison. No one roasts Chris Harrison more, but also respects him more than Remini B Absolute, of the Rose Absolutely. Cast. Absolutely. And regarding Hannah and Kalen, I'm, I already told you, I'm, I'm Team on both, both their Team sides. Both. I'm both their sides. <laughs> I'm not. I think Hannah has got a bad edit so far, um, but she's picked She's she, she's picked a fight that it's hard to back up at this point. 216 area code. Hey, Raymond A.B., love the pod. Constantly forcing all my friends to listen, and they wow. all love you now, too. Thank you. Thank That's you. what we need is listeners to force their friends to listen. Attack them if you must. We love that. Here's your question. What are your thoughts on Jason and Caitlin Bristow? Do you think it's legit? Is he her rebound? Will she break the heart of America's sweetheart? Will Blake be there to put Jason back together? I included this because I know that neither of us know what's going on there. And I like to to tell people once in a while that we're not the most knowledgeable people about this world. And AB avoids social media. Didn't know who Caitlin Bristow was until recently. No, she, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. You didn't know she was a big deal. You didn't know she was a big deal. No, I just don't like her. Oh, whoa. I've known who she is. Why don't you like her? She's universally I don't like her on loved. social media. Oh, wow. That's just that simple. Okay. Yikes. Uh, anyway, she's know. dating Jason. I did. I actually did know that. I, I knew that she was dating Jason. Okay. And I have no, I have no thoughts because I don't, I don't, I don't particularly like either of them. I, I, calling him America's sweetheart <laughs> it doesn't work for me. That's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next up, Marta from Colorado. Thank you, two one six area code. When Hannah and Caitlin have their little talk, and suddenly everyone, everything is okay between them, we can't forget that literally an episode or two ago, Hannah B said that Caitlin was her most hated person on the planet. Do you buy their apologies to each other, or no. do you think it was a low? Would you wait till the end? Have some respect for the mailbag and Marcha from Colorado. <laughs> couldn't even, couldn't even, <laughs> couldn't hold my no. <laughs> do you buy their apologies, or do you think it's a load of crap? I don't believe Hannah's fake. I accept your apology confessional, but curious on your thoughts. Hashtag Team Kalen. That's a direct shot at UAB. What do you have to say to Marta <laughs> from Colorado? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. No. It's a situation where if you're, Kalen comes to Hannah and was like, let's squash this. Hannah's, what is Hannah going to say? No, I, I yeah. don't. <laughs> squash, I don't Hannah accept obviously policy. has some major beef with Kalen. I don't know what it is. I'm going to read that article and find out. Yes. Um, I'll report back. 312 area code. Do you think a bachelor or bachelorette will ever revoke a rose they gave out before the ceremony? AKA, why not take away Demi's rose and send her home too? No, you can't do that. That's against the rules, Rim. It's you the, made, the rules are what you make them. Maybe you got to have rules, Rim. 
I, I agree. It's we live in a rule of law society, <laughs> but people forget Jesse uh, uh, Palmer gave said the wrong woman's name at a rose ceremony and had to revoke okay. her rose. Did he? Did he revoke it? Now someone will have to fill us in. Did he revoke it or did he just add another rose? Revoking it seemed like I think he revoked it. Okay. I th- I don't know. Now you got me second guessing. Seems like they'd add a rose before they were like, okay, actually, no, I didn't mean to say you give that rose back. You got to understand what makes the best TV. Adding a participation rose is not the answer. <laughs> Angie in Maryland. Here's my burning question. Who are the candidates for the two-on-one? I thought it would be wow. Demi versus Courtney or Demi versus Tracy. But the two demi-foils are gone. She has extinguished these demi-foils, AB. Will the producers try to resurrect the pageant drama and put Kaylin and Hannah B together? No. I'm kind of over them. Plus, it would be super obvious who would go home. Hannah. Curious about your take. I'm curious about my take, too, because I don't freaking know. What do you think, AB? There is nobody that he can choose. It's just got to be two random people at this point, which I think they've done kind of. Like, I remember there was one where it was that model girl. Um, that doesn't narrow it maybe down. Maybe Nick Viles season. Okay. Maybe not. I don't. No, I, I do remember there was Nick there Viles season. There was a model and they went on and, the beach. And it might have been Angela. Maybe there was no like build up to the two on one. There was at no all, build up, and we barely knew one of the people on the two on one. And yeah. she went home. That's probably. And what's I think he happen. might have sent both of them home in that situation. I could see. Uh, that's that's the only explanation is it's got to be just one of the bottom girls. Yeah. yeah. Like Tracy and freaking Heather or someone. I don't know. I wouldn't mind, if you want to put a spin on it, I wouldn't mind best friends going in on the two-on-one. Sure. See how That'd we, be fun. See how that... Uh, wait, I like try that. Try something new. Try something new. I can't think <laughs> I of I can't two even best come up with two possible names. I think it's going to be two random girls that go on a two-on-one. Uh, yeah, there's going to be nothing. And they both might go home. Batch Bracket League update. People keep joining this league. Folks, you, you can't, can't make picks. <laughs> you can't make your picks. It's over. This was a week one pick league. You pick before episode two, and that's it. That's for the season. When we do this for Bachelorette, we'll have a lot more lead time. We'll be able to get everyone in. But for now, this is where we stand. Thank you for continuing to join, though. It makes us look better on the page. Here are the top random amount of scores. Reminder, we will draw a winner from the top 30 random winner. Two people have 126, Emma S. and Erica B. One person, Gen C, has 124. Three people have 121, Garen H., The Bachelor Memes, and Kelly K. Two people have 117, Emily G. and Jasmine J. And two people have 116, Amanda C. and Asia J. Okay, B, I'm going to go... Where are we at? I'm going to find out where you're at. I, I usually have to do like the fine. I have to control F to find out where you're at. I have 106, <laughs> number 29, out of about 100-some participating. Okay. Mine last. What's your name? You're, oh, you're not on the first page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, oh, where are you? Oh, not on the second page. This is good radio, folks. Oh, no. Keep it going. I wish you could hear the when you don't come up. Oh, Alexis C is ahead of you. Next page. How much of this do you think I'll... Alex Bradford, 92. Ugh. (laughs) That's bad. Page four. Yikes. Wow. That's like barely above people who didn't 
put there. Yeah, I get it, Rim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to do more look. I'm going to look at our brackets more in depth and figure out what we say. Okay, who are your top 4 right now? I'll go first. Last week I had Elise, Hannah G, Kalen and Cassie number 4. This week Elise with we didn't mention her. No. We didn't say Not her once. name. We didn't, didn't say, say her, her name. name until now, okay? Does that push her down? Find out we'll next see. on my power <laughs> ranking. Stay tuned and they're here right now. Number 4, Elise. Wow, still there. Number three. No, she dropped three spots. She dropped from one to oh, four. Oh, she was one? Yeah. I read oh. them. I'm reading them in reverse. Okay. Now it's three. Hannah G. She dropped a spot despite the makeout sesh. Number two. Kaylin moved up one spot. Number one. Cassie. Number five. Tasha. She deserves yeah. a spot on here. She's here. She's here. Let's hear yours. Number four, Rim. Elise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to have the same number four as you, but that's where I'm in. That's what I put. I'm going to stand by it. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing, but I laugh every time you go, and you say a name, and you go, okay. <laughs> like, can here's, you handle that? Here's the unfortunate thing. I had the whole Grocer Joe thing going last season. I wish I had someone yeah, like that that I could no pull pay. out every episode for a guaranteed <laughs> Big roll on the floor laugh every episode. God, I need was... I need someone like that this season. You're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to pull it off with the Bachelor. It's sad well, that gonna... you don't have anything now. I know it was good. Um, number three, I'm gonna Grocer go. Grocer Joe room. It got Grocer me Joe. Grocer Joe. Number three, Grocer Joe. No, it's number three is Kalen. Okay. Number two, Cassie. Number one, Hannah G. Okay. Hey, perfectly reasonable. Okay. It's such a, like you said, it's such a clear cut handful of contenders, handful, no chances that you can make an argument for five people to be the number one. Make it's going to be really hard to pick the next bachelorette. You got to think Kaylin's the front runner right now. Yeah. If she doesn't win, um, here's my, they're going to have a hard choice. Here's my concern. These women are young. Kaylin's 23 right now, I think. Okay. A lot of them are 23 to 25. 25 is, you can pull it off, but to be the bachelorette a year- Not usually after, equipped to be a lead on a, a big time TV show. Well, and just to be the bachelorette a year after you graduate college with the way the trends are in our generation in terms of marrying later than our parents, it's not, it does, it's not reflective. Sure. I like to, there to be some- a tinge of reality as you, you know. want the you want the bachelor bachelorette to be desperate to find love well, i wouldn't right? use that word but i want i not uh, but basically i want them to be a catch and i want them to be serious about getting married yeah that was our okay. that was That's our a spin, better way to say it than desperate zone, sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a spin zone on ari our spin zone on ari as we try to convince ourselves that he was good is like he's obviously going to marry someone here because he's yeah. 40 but i don't know if you can say as much as we like Kalen, I don't know if you can say Kalen's definitely going to, you know, get married in uh, nine months from now or whatever, get engaged. I don't know. We'll see. I wouldn't. Uh, there are some good choices here. No great choices. They're all a little young, I think. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm putting AB to sleep. Thank you for listening. Let us know what you think of the show, good, bad, or otherwise. We're on Twitter at uh, RoseCastES. Instagram at Rosecast Podcast and Facebook slash Rosecast Podcast. Here's what I forgot to mention. 
about the feud ending. I sent you this, AB. I've been working on like a minute-long pay-per-view promo commercial with a bunch of cuts and footage from these sure. pageants to build up this uh, this obvious two-on-one that we all thought was happening. I thought, this is going to be a slam-dunk video. This is going to be a hit. <laughs> and the beauty of it was on both Kalen and Hannah's like Meet Miss Alabama, Meet Miss North Carolina videos, they had footed... Kalen was like running, like training for a fight. Okay. And Hannah was literally <laughs> boxing. It could not have been better. And now we got this turn of events. Beef the beef squashed. is squashed. It's just, it, it's over. That, that is for nothing now. No one, it will never see the light of day. Wow. And I'm bummed out about it. I was excited for that. So that just gives you an idea of maybe what goes on on the Instagram, though. So if you don't follow, maybe give it a follow. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. People say Google Podcasts exist and that we should promote that. I don't buy it, but <laughs> we'll see. Thank you for listening. Anything else, AB? No. Thank you for listening, as always. Have a heavenly day. Superstore, back in March. NBC. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.